We have a lot of rooted, deeply rooted issues in education. Who get centered as experts, whose voices we get to hear. And realizing that I do have biases, whether I don't or not, we all do. We start talking so much about it and so loudly, but then we start muffling the voices of the people who have actually experienced it. I'm Kelly Jackson, owner of the Simply Organized Teacher and host of the podcast Simply Teach. What things do we as educators need to be aware of? What things do we need to be doing or consuming so that we can be creating the best possible learning environments for all of our students, especially our students of color? That's what this Racism in Education series is all about. Practical things that we can be doing as educators to educate ourselves, educate our students, and make changes that will last for generations to come. No matter where you are on this journey, you're welcome here. I don't know about you, but the world feels really heavy right now. It seems like every time I turn on a news podcast or open up a news email newsletter, because that's how I consume most of my news these days, I just feel more and more depressed about the state of our world and more importantly, the state of my home country. Please don't misunderstand me. I love America and I am so proud to be an American. Living here in Germany, traveling to some of these historic sites, seeing these ideas on which America was founded on walking through the beaches that American soldiers gave their lives on, soldiers who gave their lives not only for Americans, but for brothers and sisters across the world. It's humbling, and it reminds me of what it truly means to be an American. But there's also a lot going on in our country, in our world, that causes me hurt and pain. The fact that racism is still at play in a nation that is so advanced as ours is just mind-boggling to me. All of this can leave me feeling overwhelmed, depressed, and honestly, just ready for Jesus to come back and take us all home. But those three options don't really get me anywhere right now. I'm a girl of action. Give me a list, I'll check it off. Give me books to read, I'll read them. Give me shows to watch or podcasts to listen to, I will do it. That's what this Racism in Education series is all about. Practical things that we can be doing as educators to educate ourselves, educate our students, and make changes that will last for generations to come. I'm Kelly Jackson, owner of the Simply Organized Teacher and host of the podcast Simply Teach. And let's just get the most obvious out of the way. I'm a middle-class white woman who normally talks about things a lot more light and fluffy like classroom organization, favorite books I'm reading, products I'm consuming, and occasionally I'll throw in a deeper opinion or thought. But when all of this broke out like in the mainstream media a few months ago, I felt this pull to do something. But What? A social media post isn't enough for me, and quite honestly, it just did not feel right. After weeks of thinking through what my role is and how to use this platform that God has given me, I knew that I wanted to do something that did more than just share with others what I was learning or post something as a gold star, look at me, look at how educated and woke I am now. And that's when this idea came to me for the mini-series, Racism in Education. What things do we as educators need to be aware of? What things do we need to be doing or consuming so that we can be creating the best possible learning environments for all of our students, especially our students of color? Here's the thing, though. I am going to get this wrong. I am probably going to say something or more like ask something in this series of podcasts that's going to make someone angry or is going to offend someone, either because I'm being too much by having these discussions or by not being enough in my thoughts or opinions. You probably also feel the same way sometimes, right? Maybe that's why you've avoided these conversations or kept from asking questions in the first place, but that is no longer an option for us. 
Last winter, I was having a discussion with my closest group of friends, the ones that I grew up going to church with, serving alongside in mission trips and at vacation Bible schools, you know, really Christian people. And one of those people happens to be gay. And I know you're trying to figure out how this connects. Hold on, I'm going to get there. But anyways, we were talking about my friend coming out and how my friend reconciled being Christian and being gay and how their biggest fear was that they would lose friends, especially our core group, because of that one simple fact that this person is gay. My friend said something to me that night that stuck with me, and it's going to continue to stick with me. They told me that everybody is on a journey. In this context, of course, it meant talking about a journey to understanding homosexuality, the Bible, and whether or not those two things can coexist. My friend knows and truly understands that people learn things and hear things and process things, and we all come to the table with different perspectives. And because of that, my friend wasn't too worried about whether or not all of our friend group arrived at the same conclusion, as long as we all still remained friends. I want to take that encouragement about being on a journey and apply it to our conversation here about racism. No matter where you are on this journey, you're welcome here. This is a journey, and because of that, there's going to be mistakes made and questions asked and thoughts that come across wrong or offend people. But let me be clear. This use of the word journey is not to excuse racist words or actions under the disguise of being on a journey. Instead, the idea of being on a journey is that we are always willing and open to learn. My journey on understanding racism started probably three to four years ago when I just started out with little baby steps that included me reading fiction stories with racism at the core of the story. I wouldn't say I immediately became a social justice warrior upon reading those books. My journey was just beginning. My eyes were just being opened to the real injustices of our world through story. We are all on a journey. We are all in a different space on this journey. Some of us have been yelling this from the rooftops for years, decades even. Some of us are finally realizing the need to take our learning and put it into action, while others of us are just beginning to see the effects of racism in our culture. And some of us still struggle to say Black Lives Matter because that takes away from the truth that we hold so dear to us, and that is that all lives matter. We aren't here to cancel or to be canceled. We're here to open our ears and more importantly, our hearts. We don't just listen. We truly do our best to hear what others are saying, even when it does not make sense to us. And then we do. We take the things we learned, the knowledge we gain, and we turn it into actions, actions that can be seen and felt in our classrooms, in our home, and y'all most importantly, in our hearts. I invite you to join me in this five-part series on opening our eyes to racism in the education system and what we can do about it. Because when we all do one little part, it adds up to one big change, and I want to be a part of that change. I have invited experts to come on and be a part of this discussion and share with us practical things that we need to know so that we can put action behind our words. Here's what we're going to cover over these next few episodes. Part one is going to be all about racism in education, how it plays out, what do we need to be looking for? Part two is going to be about ways we can diversify our classroom library so that we're better reflecting the students in our classrooms. Part three will be about how we can teach and discuss anti-racism in our classrooms. Part four is all about how we can use our votes for change for our students. And then we'll wrap up with part five, where we'll hear from a teacher who has chosen to be an ally for her students and what action she is taking in her classroom this year. Thanks for coming along on this journey. If you want any more information about the ladies that you're going to hear on this series or anything that you hear that we talk about in these episodes, you can find all the information over on the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash mini.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Teach. If you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful to have you share it over on social media and tag me at the Simply Organized Teacher. Or you can head to wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This episode was edited by the team over at Podcastology. Remember all the show notes, links to things we talked about, classroom organization resources, and all of the courses can be found over on my website, thesimplyorganizedteacher.com. Make sure to join my email list and get weekly organization tips straight to your inbox by heading to thesimplyorganizedteacher.com slash email. Y'all have a great week.